0: Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. It's time, once again, to join your hosts Q and J in the writer's room for a pop culture discussion you'll definitely agree with. High Five the Podcast is not responsible for your agreement or disagreement with our discussions, but if you don't agree with us, you're wrong. And now, on with the show. Aerial view of a house in a suburb, baby. I'm the photo album where everyone's having fun, baby. Kill her. But when you wanna say hello to this great nation, you need a ninety-degree hip rotation. Turn and smile. To show uh
1: so hey Jake. Baby. Hey Q. Uh we're back. Oh, we've, I, we've officially surpassed 100 episodes. You know, a lot of people were tweeting us and was like, "Man, you guys like should totally quit now." Like, hey, and to be honest, like, we, we thought should, about we it. We should like totally not do this anymore. And my mom was like, "Hey, don't come to Christmas." Um, but we were like, you know what? We're gonna keep it. it going. We're doing it for the fans. We're doing it for the fans and for and for Mars. Wait, did I say fans? fans. I meant fans. Well, no fans doing now it because uh, we've got Mars. Oh, oh, that's right. He's listening. Whether or not he wants to. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, we, yeah, we're we just came down from the celebration from last week. But I feel like it's time that we like get our minds off of Jason Marshall. I agree. Last week we it, passed the baton, which we're gonna talk about later. It, right. It was it was a physical baton yeah, so we're gonna describe it to you like what it looked like how long it was you're gonna like, like, what like what it, it um, gonna like but I do feel like I feel like we spent the past couple months, just yeah. really talking and thinking about jason marsden probably and too much i was trying to say. think he of a say. real palate cleanser to like get us off of that subject i agree how are we going to settle our nerves and how are we going to get our minds off of jason marsden? well the only thing that i could think of that would be the farthest away from jason marsden would be if we did an episode about the top five 90s family sitcoms love it high, high five. five should we high five High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, High five, son. Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it! So we're gonna celebrate one person at a time. This one is a time. 90s family sitcom intro song. doo boo He once was a family man. And he started with a family plan. But then it bought him a zoo and adopted some kids. And an alien did crash land. It's my alien zoo family show. Starring Bob Saget. That was pretty good. Yeah. We just made it. We just wrote a 90s family sitcom that is about as logical as most of the 90s family sitcoms. It looks like we made it. It's not a song from the 90s show. It's not a. Did you say it's not a song from the 90s show? No, it's a. That looks like we made it songs from like the 70s. <laughs> Get with the times. Jay. I know. The 90s. I need my slap bracelets. I need my pogs. You need, and I need my Jingo jeans. You need Capri Suns. Ooh, I want a Capri Sun. You need... Did you ever stab the bottom of the Capri Sun? It's the way to go. No, I didn't. It's no, the I didn't way to because go. Because I know how to use <laughs> things properly. What are you talking about, you animal? I mean, we're What are you talking about? Ever... Got... Okay, listeners. Here's, here's. You ever ate a box of uncooked macaroni and cheese? No. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you ain't got time to boil water. Sometimes I like to sprinkle that cheese dust on them crunchy noodles. Is all I'm saying. You ain't ever had what I like to call dry ramen. Dramen. <laughs> dramen. You know you don't have dramen in your house. My family didn't have water. We're from Flint, Michigan. Oh, sad. That is topical. You see see how I took a joke about eating dry macaroni and made it sad? (laughs) I did. Didn't think it was possible. You're welcome. Welcome to Sadcast, (laughs) where we take every joke you could possibly think of and just turn it into the most depressing (laughs) thing. Take my wife, please. She killed my dad. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, there you go. And that's it. So, no, seriously, we just wrote. That that theme song that we just wrote, what is it? Alien family, family it was, alien uh, zoo. My yeah, my alien family zoo. No, no, my alien zoo family show. Exactly. Yeah, that's a be- that's pretty legit. Like, yeah. I mean, you got to think about all of the ni- the weird like '90s late '80s. Oh man, family sitcoms. Well, the whole generation of shows that basically BoJack Horseman is based off of, for sure, is is great. I mean, it's a little earlier than the '90s, but you know, you've got your Alfs. Yep, you've got your my favorite Martians. If you go 80s, you've got your Small Wonders. Oh man, you I Small forgot Wonders? about Small Wonders. Um, you've got uh, what was that? Uh, Greg the Bunny. Yep, Greg. Well, that was that was I think tri- that was two thousands early aughts. Yeah. Early aughts? Yep. yep. But what was the one? There was one that wasn't Greg the Bunny, but it starred. It had the Dust Bunny. There was yes, there was a puppet in one of yeah. these. It was like it was a Dust with, Bunny. Ch- it was like Married with Children, but it but it had a puppet in it. Yeah. Um, and it had, what is the, a uh, Nikki Cox, mm-hmm. right? Unhappily ever after. That's it. That was it. That show is not good. I don't know. I mean, know. I liked it cause there was a puppet in it. Sure. And I liked it at that age cause I was like, <laughs> Listen, I probably shouldn't be watching Shitty this. writing, bad acting. You throw a puppet in there. You got yourself out. I am <laughs> I am in. Yeah. You have a household seasons? pet. I am into it. <laughs> Can he just. Decimate a household pet. Great. Eight seasons. You got it, Alf. And a movie. Not quite. But eight (laughs) seasons. You got it. You know what? Kickstart an Alf movie. I'll give anybody a donation if you kickstart an Alf movie. I feel like the producers were like, you're overreaching, Alf. (laughs) (laughs) You get eight seasons. (laughs) That's too much. Seinfeld barely got nine. I feel like uh, that Key and Peele skit, like I told you about the Gremlins movie. Oh, I love that Gremlins too. I feel like that is the same way that, like, every 90s sitcom was made. Oh, yeah. They were just like, all right, so just hit me with random things. Single dad, cool. Dead wife, perfect. (laughs) Great. 17 children for no reason. How dead can she be? Can you have four or five uncles that are going to (laughs) come live in that house? Excellent. Can one of them be a super nerd and talk with a weird voice? Kind of like this. I love it. Put it in the show. Can one of them be a sex addict? Great. I'm into Put it. Put it into this family with kids. I'm into it. That'll give us some real after-school special <laughs> topical subjects. Can they have catchphrases like, Wowzers! Or like, Whoa, did whoa, I whoa do that? Or like, Whoa. Okay. You know you... what that was from? Oh, I do. Blossom. Yeah, that was from Okay, Lossom. and let me explain how I know that so quickly. Okay. Um, You know, Jay is the moniker I go by on the show. I grew up (laughs) as being called (laughs) Joey. Uh, If you nasty, if you nasty, (laughs) there. I have always been able to relate myself to what era of time it was by based on the famous Joey of that time. Perfect. So I was born in the '80s. Grew up. Everybody was like, "Oh, Joey! Whoa!" From Blossom. Got it. You get a little bit past that into the early nineties. I'm in, you know, elementary school, middle school, and everyone's like, Cut it out. Cause Uncle Joey from Full right. House. You get a little bit right after that. I'm in high school, getting ready for college, and everyone's like, How you doing? Because <laughs> it's Joey from Friends. Right. And then everyone you get a little bit past that, and everyone's was like, Hey, didn't your show get canceled <laughs> after like four episodes? Yeah. And I was like, Joey. Joey. <laughs> Yep. And that's, that's the I lead love that chronology. That. I'm going to be honest. When you started that, I thought you were like, so I used to identify myself with a character from a television show, and as everybody knows, I idolized being Six from Blossom. Right. I always Oi, wanted to date older men and have a very special episode about and it. And I had a hat that people recognized. Right. which it was Blossom. I know. I think there Six had some epic hats, too, she, I think. I, it literally, Jenna Von Oy was a haberdasher's dream. <laughs> <laughs> if you look back through pictures of her from Blossom, which I'm doing right now. Of course, of course. Hats. Hats, hats. Hats, 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 hats. hats, hats everywhere. Hats. I don't like <laughs> the haberdasher I would have loved her. That should have been an episode that where Six uh, started a haberdashery. It should have it it been. It wasn't, but it should have been. I'm pretty sure... So I, li- I have at least two pictures of Jenna Von that I'm looking – three right now that I'm looking at simultaneously because I have, like, seven monitors, and they're all just, like, giant Jenna Von pictures. I know, Jenna, um, this is probably the first episode you've listened to. Sorry. This ahead is – no, not sorry. <laughs> this is what you get when you sign up to be She didn't sign up. In Mars league. signed no, her up. No, hold on. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> when you sign up to be in league with High Five the Podcast, this is what you get. Yeah. Whether you signed up or it's like someone ordered a pizza to your house. Doesn't You're matter. You're getting it You're either getting way. It. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be fantastic. We're all gonna have a good time. We're gonna learn about ourselves. We're gonna grow, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna cry. We're gonna be a nineties family sitcom <laughs> by the end of it, basically. Uh but I see Everything's gonna be wrapped up by the end of twenty two minutes. I see a picture of her in a beret, which is, which is great. classic nineties sitcom fashion. She's she's on the edge. I see a picture, what is the the, the hat that Blossom was famous for? The like flipped up front oh. like Nah, I don't uh, know what those are called. I don't even it's like I'll a fisherman's them, cap, but I, like the front them is flipped them up. Like I fell into a wall hat. If anybody if anybody knows what that hat's called, tweet at us. Please. Let us know at high number five the podcast. Maybe you own a haberdashery and you're just really into hats. And then she also had a hat that looks very similar to the hat that uh Pharrell Williams <laughs> <laughs> rocked <laughs> for a couple years. <laughs> Uh except like with a bigger round brim so it basically looks like she is a renaissance painting at all times. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying? She's going to love that. Yeah. Um so yeah. Okay, so hats all over the place <laughs> in the 90s sitcoms. It, so it to is... get back to 90s sitcoms, hats everywhere. Right? Unconventional families out the ass. Oh man, so many. I never knew that people could have so many uncles.
0: <laughs> or, or
1: dad that's it or uncles. <laughs> I never knew that families could have so many uncles that were constant daily interactions in their life well I saw I saw uncles three times a year maybe and I knew who they Same. were but like two of them didn't live with me I didn't move to California to be with one right. like I'm not surrounded by uncles all the time but I feel like that was a constant 90s trope oh it totally that, was that for some reason it never continued past then like the the wacky uncle was a 90s time capsule like no longer <laughs> are you watching like uh Brooklyn 99 <laughs> and Andy Samberg goes home to hang out with his wacky <laughs> like, uncle although I Andy, would watch that listen if you're listening not a bad idea yeah you maybe just get a wacky uncle that'd be there. cool throw well, I a wacky mean, uncle if- we Hey, we, Andy, we could be Jay and I will volunteer to play your singular wacky uncle. If you add our ages together, we're about the right age to be your uncle. So, so there you go. Bob's we'll your uncle. It. Jay's your uncle. <laughs> Q's your uncle. Yep. And, and we're we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming um, for you. I don't even know where I was We're twin uncles. Oh. We're twunkles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag <twuncle. laughs> Um What I was going to say was that even with the uncles I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, now I'm stuck on Twunkles, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so is everybody else. You son of a bitch. Twunkles b- oh, forever. I remember what I was going to say. Even shows nowadays that sort of ape the old 90s sitcom style or mm-hmm. that old, you know, multicam style like sure. the Carmichael show did. Yeah. Was, oh, was, totally. It does it really well. They didn't even have a wacky uncle. No. And that's all about family. Come on, exactly. you need a wacky uncle. Well, you got know a always, wacky brother. You know what I always think of when I think of 90s sitcoms, and this is not a 90s sitcom at all, um, is that Too Many Cooks Adult Swim short I, that they put out. I love I that I feel like short. nothing has ever lampooned 90s sitcoms better <laughs> than Too Many Cooks, which has the catchiest of theme songs, the Too Many Cooks, Too Many Cooks. Because A, that could have totally been the title of a 90s sitcom and the premise that there's just too (laughs) many cooks (laughs) in the kitchen or just too big of a family yeah Yeah. that it's just too many cooks see the names had multiple meanings full house well well it it was a house that was full right married with children it it also wasn't an empty nest no also a 90s show it wasn't but then you had yeah married with children guess what married with, with children. But the stamp. It's the stamp on there or the yeah. dots in the, in the That's title. Right. The dots so a So it's married with, with children. children. You know, everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Everybody loves him. There you go. <laughs> Except <laughs> so, for Robert, I guess. You know, earlier when I said that they had so many meanings, turns out they don't. I know. They have one like meaning. They're actually the- <laughs> very directly describing the show that is contained. Boy Meets World. about about a boy boy meeting the world meeting the world oh here's here's a good one this one's real subtle dinosaurs it's about fucking dinosaurs (laughs) you beat me to my jokes i was gonna say rose fuck oh yeah (laughs) real subtle guess who that's about dan connor it is 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 now now. (laughs) 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 i love Uh, it (laughs) twunkles yeah Twin uh, uncles, Family Matters actually does work on the multiple levels. It Frasier, is a, super subtle. Frazier, Frazier, yeah. Who knows what that show's yeah. about? Could be anything. Probably a guy <laughs> named Frazier. Scrambled eggs, <laughs> uh, toss, toss salad, and scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's about a sex acts and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And it stars Kelsey Grammer. Don't you want to watch a show about eating buttholes and eating eggs? Yeah. And then with starring Kelsey Grammer, as long as it has syrup, because. As Chris Rock says, I prefer syrup <laughs> when it comes to tossing salads. You remember that stand-up routine? oh uh, are taking did the it. Whole, he did the whole bit about uh, tossing salads. If you're going to go all Michael Scott on me right now, I'm going to stop you. <laughs> Do you remember time. that? Oh, Of course remember I that? remember that. you remember the whole comedy bit about the I'm going to learn to read? Yes. That's a good way to teach kids to read. you either tossing salads or you reading. I'm going to read. I'm going to learn to read. So fucking comedy classic. So. So good. All right, so now that I've stopped the podcast, right, just, Dude. We had some <laughs> momentum, <laughs> and you went around with some syrup, and you just, <laughs> bam, just right into that momentum. Bogged it down. Um, but you also had some more conventional, <laughs> I don't know that I would even consider it a sitcom, but family-based shows were kind of a 90s thing. Oh, it sure. It was all about the American household, but you had shows that weren't quite a sitcom but also focused on the family, like Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, that of was those, like Nickelodeon, a kids. Yeah. That was a kids version of kind of the, the family ki- sitcom. A um, because you still had wacky, off the wall sure. characters, you had oddball situations, but it ultimately focused around a single family unit. That right. was the premise of the show. And for most, I, mean, I was going to say for you know for most of the Nickelodeon shows, it's weird for me. I almost mentally separate the Nickelodeon sitcoms mm-hmm. as their own ilk away from everybody else. Even though I probably, on a technical level, shouldn't. Because shows like Boy Meets World or Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like some of those TGIF shows, could have easily lived on I mean, on Boy Meets World practically did yeah. when... They spun off to Girl Meets World, and that was a Disney Channel. Oh, there's Disney Channel, but not Nickelodeon. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I've, I nowadays I kind of see Disney Channel and Nickelodeon like synonymously. Like, are yeah. kind of the same. Pro- they're they're focused on children's programming. Sure, they're adolescent both, programming. Yeah. They're both basic cable channels. At the time in the '90s, though, Disney, I want to say for a while man, I can't remember when it became a non-pay channel, but I remember for at least the first five yeah. years, five or six years of me growing up and watching TV, Disney was a pay channel. Oh, yeah. So it was that, actually a channel that not a lot of kids had. I, I didn't, didn't know have anybody I, that had Disney Channel. I was a Nickelodeon kid all the way. Um, and then it became the Disney Channel and right. was a direct competitor with Nickelodeon. Right. And that's when... Uh, Man, now I'm just gonna get '90s reminiscent. Let's That's do it. That's what this episode fucking is. Fucking Disney Adventures. Was coming oh, I out. remember, do you remember the magazines. Yeah, I could. I collected. Disney Adventures, and you had two kind of kids. You either had Disney Adventures or you had Nickelodeon Magazine. I was a Nickelodeon Magazine. I actually, was a Disney Adventures. Guy. I actually had both. Did you? Yeah. You Fucking rich yeah, son was, of a bitch. Spoiler, little rich kid. Yeah, I know. No, I had both because we got a free subscription to Disney Adventures for something. Okay. And then I had had Nickelodeon Magazine. Sure. But then I abandoned both of those and went with Nintendo Power. Oh. A couple years later, so nice. I was. I got heavy into video games in the 90s, and so as opposed to following those stations, I would follow games. Let me ask you a question, then, since you were a influ, a wealthy and influential young uh, yeah. child. Did you have a power glove? I wasn't waspy enough to have a power okay. glove. That... You, know, you know the power glove, though. Oh, yeah. The whole crux of The Wizard the movie w- yeah. starring Fred Savage. Yeah, which, by the way, I happen to really kind of like The Wizard. Oh, it's... Great. Aside from the fact that it is legitimately a 90 minute Nintendo commercial. For <laughs> sure. Like, it's brazen But let's be honest. D- they almost revealed... everything in the 90s was <laughs> 90 minute commercials for something. Valid point. Valid point. Um I uh man what was it? Uh oh yeah no. Yeah the the wizard they revealed that's where they revealed Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. Which is, they by unveiled the way, it at the, the finale contest. By the right? way, it's my favorite Mario Brothers game, I think. Now, three, was that the one with the tails? like yes. the, the raccoon tails? Yes. Okay. That was, one, that was the first one with the raccoon tails. It was actually the first one. And the one, leaf? It, yes. It was the first one with the map. Oh. Because the first game was just like, you know, level right, you one, just one, went to, one, two, and right. it had the boxes. The second game it wasn't even a Mario game. I don't know if you, do you know that? Oh, no. Do you know uh, that story? Uh. Okay. Okay. You've played Mario Brothers 2, right? Yeah. Where you go in and out of like the the vases and you fly on the carpets and you're throwing eggs at birds and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The really, really weird one. Yeah. And you could be Princess Peach, you could be Toad, you could be. Oh, yeah. And like they would jump different hires and and you had to like jump on snakes' heads and it had nothing to do with Bowser or anything like that and it was mainly in the desert. Hmm. Okay. That game was another game entirely. And when they finished making it, they took it to the Nintendo execs and they're like, this is too fucking weird. No one's going to play this. And they're like, just reskin it as Mario. That was pretty popular. And that's what they did? And that's exactly what they did. They didn't change any of the machinations of the game. They didn't add a story. They didn't do anything about it. They reskinned it with the four major characters being Mario Brothers and then left everything else the same. So there aren't even Mario villains in that game. What? Yeah, go Weird. back and go back and play through Mario Brothers two with that knowledge. Everyone, I encourage you to do that as well. That's fucking fascinating. Crazy. That's crazy. And then you get to Mario Brothers three, which was a revelation. I played it hours upon hours, but that was the one with the map. So you you had World One that was the grass world. Sure, had the map, and you could go to the Toad houses. That was Mario Brothers three, and that one was unveiled in the Wizard, which again circles back to it being a ninety minute commercial that somehow. I totally dig because nowadays when I see movies or shows that are obviously focused and central around like the product placement, it annoys me to no end. But for whatever reason, the, the wizard is in that weird mix where it's too much product placement, but it works because oh, yeah. of the story. Gotcha. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's fascinating. So, so, I have to ask, since we're on this 90s nostalgia trip, we'll bring it back to TV for a minute. Sure. So I think I've mentioned before, and I know I've told you at least, I don't know if on show, but definitely off show at some point, but um, TV was actually a big family activity for me growing Same up. Here. So it was something that like, the family would gather a couple nights a week, and there were specific shows that we all watched as a family, yep. and we did it together, uh, one, of one, one of which being um, uh, Fresh Prince. Was oh, nice. huge in our house, so we watched Fresh Prince a lot. Uh, we also used to watch Grace Under Fire. I remember Grace Under Fire. Do we you remember didn't that? watch that as a family, but I remember it. That was a movie that we watched quite a bit. A movie, um, oh yeah, a movie. That was a. Yeah, it felt like a movie. It was the movie <laughs> of our lives. Uh, no, that was a movie that we watched uh, a lot. Um, we also watched, uh, shit, uh, Boy Meets he, World. He wa- you know, Boy Meets World is not shit. That was a big one. See, um, my family never got into that. That's one of uh, I've said it on the show. We're going to talk about it in the top five. Boy Meets World is one of my favorite shows of all times. Yeah, uh, especially when it comes to this era of television. Oh, for sure. But my family could care less about it. I was obsessed with it, and they was like, "What? Whatever." It does that seems harmless. Sure. And so they ignored it completely. So what fam? What shows did you guys watch? Oh man, so ours we were kind of all over the place. Um, Home Improvement was one. I think we watched that every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back on it, sort of embarrassing, but we did. We watched that. Um, Everybody Loves Raymond was real big for my family. Uh, my parents got obsessed with that show, so we watched that quite a bit. Um, and then uh, Third Rock from the Sun oh, was the shit, other Oh, shit, I forgot about one. that one. I love that show. Do you remember their 3D episode? Yeah. Do you remember the – it was a TGIF block that you could get three D glasses for mm-hmm. and I think they had a three D episode of Family Matters. They did. A three D episode of Third Rock from the Sun. They did. What was the there was I think there like was two a, more. I think there was a, a 3D episode. <sighs> Man, I I'm sorta of blanking on that now. That's fine. Keep but you keep so talking. I'm gonna I, tell I, your story. I'm gonna look this up. I I'll tell two stories. Kay. One is we as a family have all of the D V D box sets of Third Rock from the Sun. And the season with the 3D episode came with 3D glasses. Did it? That you can wear. I and there's a 3D version as a special feature that you can watch. I And it's love really good. That. They also did, and I think you dig it, like a musical episode. If oh, you don't remember that. I don't. Because they did. It was part of the 3D uh, run because it was a two-parter episode. But the premise of that episode was that they were all dreaming. So they had been captured by aliens, or in this was these were the they were starting to dream, and they didn't know what they were. That's what it was, because the premise of. In case anyone doesn't know, and this is horribly offensive to me if you don't, but Third Arc from the Sun is a show starring John Lithgow, um, French Stewart. Uh, why do I always blank on this guy's three names? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, one of the first <laughs> things uh, that I saw Joseph Gordon-Levitt in. And it was hilarious. Wayne Knight was a big part in it. Um, It was amazing. But the premise was they were aliens that had come down down to Earth, and they're learning about our culture. It's a great fish-out-of-water story. They used it to much comedic effect, but the 3D episode was they were having dreams, and they didn't know what they were, so they all thought they were dying. Love it. And all the dream segments were in 3D. Now I want to see this. And that's where the 3D played in. But French Stewart's segment was... A musical. And it, it was like done in the style of um, like old vaudeville musicals. And so he's like walking around construction sites saying like I'm gonna win them right now. And they're like spinning around with 2 by 4s and hitting them on the head and knocking them down like pl- flights of stairs and stuff. It's magnificent. He's he's dressed like he's a, an extra in, in, um, in Dick Tracy. It's wonderful. I love that. I cannot find a fucking definitive list of those uh, 3D ones? I no. remember that TGIF block. Which... I want to say, was it Sabrina? Maybe. Or was that, too, was that later? I, I know it wasn't Boy Meets World. I know Family Matters for sure. Are You Afraid of the Dark wasn't TGIF. Nope. It wasn't Family Matters. It wasn't... No, Family Matters was 3D. Oh, right. It wasn't Fresh Prince. It was Third Rock from the Sun. Nope. I want to say it was like... Was it Home Improvement? Maybe. That would make sense because – oh, it was because they had the thing like, whoa, with the 2 by fours Okay, good. good Some good, improvement. yeah Good, 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 good. I remember that. Good, good, good. Perfect. Good, great. Excellent. Excellent. Um, but you do bring up a good point, and I want to sit on this topic for just a minute. Sure. TGIF. Yeah. I loved TGIF. T- TGIF doesn't exist anymore. That's where I kind of want to get to. One, I want to hear your memories of yeah. TGIF, which shows really stood out to you in the blocks. Yeah. um. And then, like, your relationship with it. But then you have daughters around the age of when TGIF was becoming a thing for me. And I am curious if there's anything similar that you know of. We can get to that later. So tell me me of your TGIF experience. So for me, it became a Friday night thing Mm -hmm. where my family – Friday night was pizza night in my house growing up. So we would often order pizza. On Friday nights. Ooh, on pizza night? Yep, on pizza night. Crazy. Well, I mean, hey, it could go one of two ways. We could either eat up a frozen pizza, or we could order pizza. Now, I don't know about you, but being a kid, having delivery pizza oh, man. was like the fucking lo- the gates of heaven opened up right. and just rained pepperonis on you. And the thing about it, well, and honestly, I'd have to go back or you know get a time machine, I guess, but... Oh, I've got See? one right here. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. But the quality, like nowadays, we have really good oven pizza. Sure, but I don't remember the quality of the oven pizza. I don't know. Growing up, but I do know that if I if it was oven pizza, it's like this is shit pizza. This is what shit. Is- I want delivery. But if they didn't tell me if it was, there was no DiGiorno. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not DiGiorno. Eat it. That was, <laughs> exactly. That was the theme of the '90s. But we used to get pizza, and I remember that I used to. Take my slices of pizza. I'd fill up my plate. I'd get my garlic butter because I was of all course. about the garlic butter on the pizza. I'd get a cup of soda because that was when we got to have soda too. So we'd get like a Coke two liter. Nice, right? So I'd get you my drink the whole two liter cup of Coke with your stack of pizza. I <laughs> get my stack of pizza and your on drink a plate of garlic butter. I'd go to my bedroom and I would sit on my bed and watch G G I F and wolf down this pizza. And that was legitimately. Some of the best memories, because that right. was such a cool, fun time. Right. Now, later, as time progressed, I, my Fridays ended up being taken over. If I, I think it was Fridays. Became Sliders. I would watch Sliders <laughs> on nice. Friday. I would watch uh, Movie Magic oh, on well, Discovery I Channel. Mag- I love Movie Magic. And I would watch Kablam on Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. Loved Kablam. Um, <clears throat> But outside of, pre-that, I was watching... TGIF lineup, right. so I was watching Sabrina, I was watching Boy Meets World, I was watching Family Matters. Um, those were all shows that were hugely yeah. popular at the time. I remember Home Improvement was so huge growing up in, in like the age range that I was in, because sure. all of the girls in my school were in love with Jonathan Taylor oh, Thomas. Yeah, that was the posters, thing. Posters, like he was on the cover of Teen Beats. And my best friend at the time growing up, Carrie... Um, she was a member of the Jonathan Taylor Thomas fan club. And I remember going to her house after school and she would like show me the stuff that she got like from the fan club. And it'd be like, (laughs) you know, a newsletter about Jonathan Taylor Thomas or like a poster or like, you know, early it's a VHS of jungle to jungle. Hey, quote-unquote personalized or, letter from Jonathan you know, Taylor right, Thomas that was this, clearly printed was, on a printer. It was typed out. <laughs> yeah, like a typewriter because for some reason Jonathan Taylor Thomas was 80. <laughs> Writes like Walter Cronkite. He's like, here, here's an early release of Man of the House. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but watch it. But yeah, please watch it. Um, That's hilarious. So, but I remember that was a huge thing. I remember several covers, or at least one cover that I can think of of Disney Adventures being graced with the with Tim Allen uh-huh. and talking about home improvement. Of course. That was, that was a Wednesday night show because me and my family, were, or Tuesday night. Tuesday night or Wednesday night, I can't remember. Um, one of those nights in the week. Because we would get together and watch Home Improvement. Nice. Um, TGIF for me was more of a solo endeavor. Um, Yeah. yeah. It was solo for me, too. (laughs) I was on my bed, in my bedroom, eating pizza and watching TGIF. Yep. Um, But the thing for me that I remember is it was always a choice. Because my high school and my school – all the elementary schools that led into the high school, the football games were on Friday night. Got and so it. so a lot of friends would go. My parents' friends would go to those games. I was the high school that I was going to eventually be at. Got it. Um, and so it was always, do we go to the football game or do I stay home and watch TV by myself? And it eventually got to, I was almost exclusively <laughs> staying home and watching TGIF. <laughs> Uh, until amazing. I like got old enough to be on the football team and I was required uh, to be there on Friday nights. Amazing. So, I yes, I remember – the lineup that I remember was Full House, Family Matters, Sabrina, and Boy Meets World. Okay. I think that was the, the – That was the prime time for you? That was the you? balance that I remember. Sure. Because what what block was it that – oh, SNCC. Snick mm. was the thing I was trying to think of. We had TJIF on Friday and then Snick. Saturday Night Nick. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I watched that exclusively for Are You Afraid of the Dark. Snick had Are You Afraid of the Dark? It had all that. It did That's have what all I that. watched. I, it watched for. All of, I watched all I watched all the shows, but I want to say it had Alex Mack. I think The Secret a, World of Alex Mack. For a time. About a girl a that turns into a puddle of goo. Yeah. Well, silver something. That's her special sure. power. Yeah. Her power is she I got, can turn into a puddle. Well, she gets run over by a truck carrying nuclear Top, waste. Right, doesn't get on her. She just gets killed, and then for some reason she can then not turn. She through. has a superpower equivalent to Meg in Family Guy, <laughs> being able to like grow her fingernails. But hey, she can go under doors sometimes. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, but, I mean, I remember, I remember all of these shows. I love them. Uh, one of the standouts for me growing up. Um, was dinosaurs? I know I mentioned I it earlier. Love, well, one because it was dinosaurs, and it was sort of like prehistoric Roseanne. To, it's it, exact. Well, it. it was kind of. I think it was modeled after the Honeymooners. Probably, kind yeah. Of, I think it. It's kind of was. the concept, but it, but with dinosaurs. And he wore a plaid shirt like uh, Dan Connor. Oh, that's true, one hundred percent. And he had the body shape of Dan Connor. And <laughs> they he was were, voiced by John Goodman. They were. They were Dan, it was Dan. And Connor. his name was. Diane, D- O'Connor. D- 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 O'Connor. <laughs> Diane O'Connor. Diane O'Connor. Diane O'Connor. Um but that show was huge for me. A because it it took a family sitcom that, you know, for sometimes for kids that dynamic could be kind of boring. Sure. The humor was more for adults and the the humor of the family dynamic. But it took something that was so visually interesting, created with brilliant puppets by the oh. Henson Company. They look amazing. Every detail of that world was so fleshed out oh, and so great. And I even went back and watched them again about a year and a half ago, and oh, they hold that. up. Really? They are great. Yeah, even like the writing so and everything? Totally. It, oh, I, man, loved, I, to I loved, loved, loved that show. And, um, But that was a big one for me. So I, I, that one stuck with me. Um, I remember it having one of the darkest endings. That's what I was just about to bring up. The first thing I think of with that show – Outside of how annoyed I got with the not the baby uh, catchphrase Gag. that just was everywhere, was how incredibly dark the end of the show was. Yeah, it was super dark. Uh, spoiler alert for anybody who has not watched the finale of Dinosaurs. They all die. Because that's how dinosaurs work. <laughs> Like, they went realistic with the ending, and the Ice Age happens, and it basically ends with a news reporter, like, saying that basically the end is near. And I think he just says, God, I can't remember, but I want to say he says, good night and good luck. (laughs) And that's it. Is it an asteroid that hits, or is it freeze it's freeze okay that's what. so I was they're all say. freezing, like, freezing to, to, death. to death yeah yeah and i remember there's a scene too where they're all gathered in the house and the baby is like shivering and it's just like i'm so cold and they were like they i think they looked at the baby and they were just like we all are and i was just like fucking bleak <laughs> it's like holy jesus shit. and it was like are we gonna die and they're like probably I don't know, son, yeah. and it's just like, uh, <laughs> like uh. well, okay. Sticking with that theme, there were a whole bunch of those shows. And granted, I, I'm not watching a lot of you know family sitcoms of today, sure. which are primarily what it seems to me like the Disney Channel shows, like your Jessies or your, you know, I don't even know, or what your I, Jessies, yeah, or your other shows that are similar to Jesse, your. Uh, Ian, good Ian, luck, Ian, Charlie's Ian, 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 and Ian. Yeah, good luck, Charlie's dog with a blog. Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and, and Don. Lou. Yeah, whatever. Those. I'm not watching a lot of those, so I can't say for sure. But what I can say is there were a lot of '90s sitcoms that tried and succeeded in hitting me really hard emotionally. For sure. Like, well, Blossom is a good example. We've mentioned Jenna Von Oy. Um With with Blossom, they sort of I don't want to say pioneered, but definitely brought to the forefront the idea of on tonight's very special episode. It was always these very special episodes. It's like, oh, Blossom you know, got her first period. Or, um, you know, Six is dating a married man who's having an affair with his wife, and he's ten years older than her. <laughs> Which is, by the way, a real storyline. Uh, Jenna, you can correct me on Twitter if I'm mistaken. I don't think I am. Uh, you know, or you have... Shows like Boy Meets World. We've talked about Boy Meets World a bunch about having those memorable episodes. Some of those episodes still to this day hit me hard. That's true. Like, there's the one that I always think of almost first is the one where Sean almost joins a cult. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like in this like happiness cult and they're like hugging everybody and the thing and he's like a preacher and sort of like Scientology. Man, Boy Meets World was like the king of hitting the, having those hard hitting because you also had the Sean dealing with the death of his dad. Right. His dad being kind of a deadbeat and how the family reacts to that. His wife, his mom running away from the family and then him trying like, Put the family back yeah. together. Eric adopting a child. Yes, like they dealt with some. Um, what was the uh, the teacher, uh, Mister? Oh, the oh, one that uh, that John. Sean goes to live with. It's Not Mister Jonathan. Um, Mister Jonathan Tucker. Yeah, Mister Tucker. Mister, yeah. Is that yeah, it? I think so. Here, you, you okay. keep talking. I love that. Um, but a Boy Meets World really crushed it when it came to having. This perfect Mr. Turner. Turner. I didn't even get to you. looking it up, but yeah, Mr. having Turner. this perfect balance of humor and heart. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Turner is a focal point of that uh, of the cult episode because right. it's what brings Sean to the hospital because he has a uh, um, a motorcycle accident. and Is like in a coma, and then the preacher shows up, and that's when like Sean or Corey's dad confronts the preacher. It's like you can mess with all the kids you want but this one's mine. Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, he's not even his son. And he's like, it was like, it still melts my heart. It was beautiful. And there was one, um, this one they don't show anymore. And I love, this is a Boy Meets World like thing that I remember that it's almost impossible to track down nowadays. But you remember the episode where uh, Sean becomes an abusive alcoholic? Yes, with Angela? Yes, and he like throws Angela against a door. Yeah. They, They aired that episode and then it got banned because it was just like so I didn't heavy. even know that. They've stopped showing that? They they it's been pulled from syndication. It's not released on any of the box sets. Like even the box set that I have and this is from years ago. It's not on there. It got pulled almost immediately after airing. That's crazy. And you can find it I think on YouTube. I mean, I absolutely remember those kind of heavy hitting mm-hmm. stuff. On a side note though, <clears throat> alternatively to that, I remember some other shows that I think were kind of like smaller time oh, yeah? or like weirder, more obscure family sitcoms. One that I remember the most was a, a sitcom called Thea. I don't think Do not you ever I, watch this? I don't think I ever watched And I remember the that. mom had a catchphrase that my mother repeated to me all the time, which and was, what? her catchphrase was, to
0: the Capitol, see ya!
1: <laughs>
0: when her what? kids
1: would get in trouble, she would send them to their room By saying, to the Capitol, see ya! (laughs) I have no idea what the fuck that means. But, my mother loved it. Thought it was hilarious. Uh, But I remember that one. I also remember Major Dad. I remember Major Dad. I watched that one. And uh, that was a a super big 90s sitcom. Uh, Sister, Sister... I remember Sister Sister. Um, I was about to mention Keenan and Kel was one that I I enjoyed. I, it's not a family sitcom, but that was, kind was about of, their family. That was the genesis of. I feel of the Nickelodeon family sitcom. You agree. know what I mean? Like yeah. that was when they started switching into this weird hyper reality, hyper slapstick family sitcom. Yeah. like trope that would carry on to today. Right? Like they yeah, still, still currently have sitcoms and that honestly, are kind of these weird hyper reality sitcoms. I'll need to look this up, but the guy who was Keenan's dad in that show uh-huh. is still on a bunch of those Nickelodeon family shows. Is he still I so. currently? I think so. I could be weird. wrong. I'll look it up in a second. Another one, uh you were talking obscure ones. Uh-huh. Do you remember Smart Guy? Yeah, the, there was about like the, the Maori sister or the Maori's yeah. brother? Right, but I always thought of it as that Full House spinoff. <laughs> Was that a full house? I don't spin-off? think it was. No, but that, but that kid was grew up with a, Michelle, right? Yes. He was he was a smart kid in her class. Yeah, he was always yeah, one of her classmates. Yeah. So he was always at any time she would have like a birthday party he was or there, like anything like, like that. You Joey helped out in the class and the big right. teacher was like scaring him, asking him on dates. That's hilarious. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Smart guy. It, I, it wasn't a spinoff of a Fam- Full House, so stop your tweets. I know that, but that's how I always thought of it. Was Some, because of that kid. So one that we haven't mentioned at all yet, surprisingly. Step by step. I okay. I was hoping we were gonna get to step, step by, by step, step day, by day by day. Something, something. That's in it. A different way. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, I remember one thing I remember about that show was that. Everyone was up in arms with it being part of the TGI lineup because Suzanne Summers had been in Playboy. Oh. And they're like, it's a family show. She couldn't have been. It's, you know, Women s- don't have boobs. Exactly. She's. We're not like totally drawing your attention to Suzanne Summers' boobs on step-by-step. I together. think she used the bathroom once. <laughs> Kill her. <laughs> She's hurting and offending my delicate sensibilities. I remember. I remember that show. Uh, I remember it big because of that. I also remember just really liking it. I thought the the dynamic was fun. It had right. you know our good good friend friend of the show Jason Marsden in it. Best friend of the show yeah. Jason Marsden. I also, if I'm being honest and show code telling you being transparent, I had the hugest crush on Al. On Chris- the, Christine Lankin? The chef from, uh, yeah. shit. I was gonna uh. try and make it a funny joke, but I couldn't think- I was thinking of Al from- Home Improvement? The fuck, no, no. what the fuck was that show with uh, Ron Howard? Arrested Development? No, with Ron Howard as, like, the main character. Oh, um, Andy Griffith? no. <laughs> Come on, there's another one. Cocoon. Uh, he had a fucking friend, Potsy, and Ralph the Mouth, and uh, Happy Days. You're God thinking,
0: damn it! You're thinking of happy why day. did you
1: leave me out to dry for so long? It was just so much more fun to know you were talking about Happy Days and not saying anything. Yeah, I was trying to make a Happy Days joke and be like, Al, the guy ran the well, kitchen, yeah. which is Pat Morita. From Karate Kid, right, right, and right, that right, you right. had a crush on him. All right, joke is dead, momentum dead, joke dead, done. But yes, I had a huge. Not, I mean, Topanga, of course. Um, Topanga was my dream girl growing up. Tiffany Ambertheson from Saved by the Bell.
0: Yeah, I was, was always more
1: of a Jesse kind of guy. Really, guy, <laughs> gal. I was more of a Jesse kind of You make me laugh sometimes. You, I oh man, I had the hugest crush on um on. Tiffany Ember Thiessen yeah Uh, I mean I was supposed to that's how they built the show like she was 100% like in a bikini or in a a cheerleader outfit the whole time so they wanted me to have a crush on her and congratulations it worked it totally worked but then yeah her Topanga and then Christine Lankin or Al from Step by Step I was was a big fan of the Lawrence brothers Matthew and Joey (laughs) massive crush on both of them yeah And the little one, (laughs) little Lawrence,
0: the littlest Lawrence,
1: (laughs) who is the voice of one of the kids from that uh, fucking recess show. I so badly, little little Lawrence, (laughs) I didn't know. I just want to write a kid's book now called the littlest Lawrence and it being about him, like being jealous of his older brothers, (laughs) But it's all done like like the ugly duckling. Yeah, I'm into it. The littlest Lawrence. Yeah. Ollie yeah, I Ke- was. I mean, Boy Meets World. We're coming back to that. There was a Lawrence on that. Absolutely. So of course, a so Lawrence on Blossom. We've talked about that. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Lawrence. Is, the <laughs> yep. Lawrence is, Lawrence a, is... Uh, a force to be reckoned with in, in the nineties the uh, TV cinemascape, They were legit. You uh, you know what? We're talking. Let's talk some nineties powerhouses. If if you don't if you oh, don't let's mind. do it. I'm into it. Melissa Joan Hart, dropping Crushin the mic. It. Co- she owned Russian. the first half Clarissa. of the 90s with Clarissa Explains It All. And then guess what? Got magical powers and owned the last half of the 90s. In Sabrina the Teenage Sabrina Witch? The, yeah. You're Sabrina right. Explains Absolutely. It All. So she owned the landscape. She, she was, was a big one. She was big. Fucking Steve Urkel. Oh, man. Jaleel White. Which was, I love that it was such a shock to people that he wasn't like that in LA. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, you're not a just really over cartoonized <laughs> nerd? In real life, and he's like, no. Who sexually assaults his neighbor on a <laughs> right. regular basis? He's like, uh, no. That's a that's what we like to call in the TV game a character. Although I will say, this is just true opinion. I have never met Julio White. I'm sure he's a nice, nice fella. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think in real life he overcompensates his cool factor <laughs> to like offset the. The impression of Urkel. Wouldn't you have to? I think you do. I'm not. I'm not judging him for it. I think you would have to do that. But I think that he definitely does that. <laughs> I feel like he was one of the. Give me another powerhouse. Um, I mean, we talked about Keenan and Kel. They were sort of all over the place. Yeah. They had. They were on all that. They had very popular sketches. They had that Good Burger movie. Right. Um, <laughs> Jason Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Who, would, who else? I just can't think of anybody. James Marsden? I think he was not a bunch. He was in a bunch. For sure. X-Men? Big 90s house. No, of course. Of course, Jason Marsden. I mean, we talked about it last week. You don't want to gush over him too much, but he was literally in every show that I watched pretty That's much true. at some point in time. For sure. Um, It's funny about the going back to the Steve Urkel character because I just thought of something. Uh, he wasn't even supposed to be a character on that show. I know. I love that little fact he, about about His Family character matters. took over yeah. the show. He was originally Twice. just supposed he to be an, an ancillary t- character. He was like three different characters on the show. He was Steve Urkel. He was Stevon Urkel. And he was the robot. I mean, like, he, uh, <laughs> he just sort of obliterated the show. Just osmosis moved himself right over it. And he was like, hey, guess what, guys? I'm going to go ahead and take over this show if that's cool. And I was like, that's not cool. And then he was like, did anyway. well, hey, guess what? They're making. To- I have cereal named after me. <laughs> uh, Urkelos. That's a big thing. If you don't know what it is, look into it. I own it. That's what I do. I'm Steve Urkel. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Who else? Um. <gasps> Ooh, you know what time it is. I do know what time it is. It's time for the Jenna, Jenna Jabber. Jenna Jabber. All right, Jenna Von Oy. Let's talk about you. Welcome. Welcome to the show, by the way. So For, you're already you're already a member. You're a part of it. You're one of us now. And we if, have a t-shirt with your name on it. If you haven't if you haven't figured out what this is or you haven't looked into it because why would you? Tell uh, us about it, Jay. Yeah. Last uh, last week on our 100th episode, Jason Marsden joined us, which was the goal. We, which we was the culmination get... of a little thing that we called the, the, Mar- the Marsden Minute. Where we would talk about his the things he was doing, uh, things he had done, our admiration for his work. How um, he makes chili. How he makes, yes. That, that he, he is an expert hair braider. That he looks like many people's favorite toys. Um, just a lot of different things. And we, we would promote his businesses, whether they be real or fake. Um, and... While he was on the show last week, he graciously nominated you, Jenna Von Oy, for the successor to the Marsden Minute. And, and in true high five fashion, we said, wait, 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 Jenna von Oy as in blossoms. Like six the Best friend? Are you kidding me? Wait, wait, of- wait. Do you mean Jenna von Oy, the voice of Stacy from a goofy movie? Are that you were also in, Jason? Are you kidding me? Of Is course, that who you're talking about? Of course we want to talk about we Jenna von Oi. Oh my god, we love her. So, so welcome to the Jenna Jabber. Each week you will get a a new segment where we talk about the music you're producing now. If you want to push anything, by all means let, let us know, know on Twitter. Uh we will be having our listeners tweet different questions to you. We're gonna talk about your your career past and present. Yeah. We're gonna talk about careers you didn't know you had. And Hopefully, no matter how long it takes, as long as it takes, we will continue the Jenna Jabber until you join us for an episode and co-host with us, as Jason Marsden did last week, and then you can pass the baton to someone else. That's right, Jenna. That's the only way to get out of this, is you have to give it to someone else. (laughs) It's like The It's like the movie It Follows. Or The Ring. Yes, exactly. Because It Follows involves sex, so let's just do a (laughs) videotape (laughs) Let's be a bit safer yes. and let's play it's like, it's like truth or dare. The ring. Or the ring. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. You got to make a video <laughs> of recording this episode and pass it to someone else. And then in seven days, they will die. Is that what you're saying? So in seven days, they'll be on our podcast. Got it. That's yeah. way too fast. <laughs> More like seven, seven weeks, oh. seven months, seven lifetimes. seven years. Yeah. Jenna, it's up to you at this point so we'll 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 be back next week with a new Jenna Jabber. We hope you listen to the episode and we hope you like it. So as always, we encourage all of our listeners to reach out to Jenna. This week, just reach out to her and have her listen to this episode so she knows what the fuck's going on. So when she starts getting tweets of people's reviews of I feel Pretty for yeah, yeah. Once she starts getting people asking her to ask Jason Marsden for his chili recipe. She'll know what's going on. So if you want to reach out to her and share this episode. You can find her on Instagram as Jenna Van Oy. It's spelled out J-E-N-N-A-V-O-N-O-Y. And it's the same on Twitter. So it at Jenna Von Oy on Twitter. And then on Facebook, you can search for Jenna Von Oy, but it's... How does it, how it's does it say? It's the only official Jenna Von Oy page exclamation, exclamation part. So go go follow all of her social profiles, see what she's up to. She actually makes a lot of cool music here in town. Let her so, know that High Five the Podcast is the best podcast yeah. around. And that we love her and that this isn't a joke. Like, we want to be in We want to, we want with to talk her, to her. And we want to promote her. So, um, Jenna, we love you. Keep it. We're going to keep doing this each week. Enjoy the Jenna Jabber. See you soon. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, okay no no let's edit that out yeah okay can we edit the creepiness out sure, of that? i'm totally gonna edit. just that add out. a filter of non-creepy over i will that. add or i will edit jay specifically only jay being creepy out of that segment Perfect. have my word right here recorded on the podcast it will not be in the rest of the podcast great and from here on out <laughs> from here forward i will not have that part that happened in the podcast See you, sir. <laughs> so, uh, so ninety sitcoms, man. So <laughs> I, let's get let's get back to it. We talked about um, we've talked all about of them. all of them. Really, I mean, pretty. We, were there any? Okay, here's the one. Here's the thing. Are there any we've forgotten? Can we count The Simpsons? No. Okay. I was just asking. I, it's a family I based want to, sitcom. I want to, but I think The Simpsons is is almost all its own. Is it? I mean, I still think it could be considered a nineties family sitcom. Yeah. But it wasn't multicam. That that kind of I think that <laughs> You're right. I, it I was the, animated. I think the fact that it's animated is what's pulling me off of it. Um but you know what? I, I could go either way if you can if you want to make an argument for it to be in there. No, it's totally um, fine. I was just curious. Yeah. I think you know Wings not really a family sitcom, but I think that was I liked Wings. As icky it is to talk about now, the Cosby show? Uh, yes, and I think there has to be an ability to appreciate past art sure. while not saying that that exonerates someone from bad no behavior. Let let it be known right here, High Five podcast will take a hard stance. Against. Bill Cosby is a shitty human being. Yes, but the Cosby show was revolutionary, and sure. it was well-written, and hey, guess what, guys? There were hundreds of other people that worked on that show besides Bill hundreds Cosby. Hundreds of brilliant people. Who Malcolm were- Jamal Warner's career got launched off of that show Raven and Simone is fucking fantastic exactly raven simone's been in she was a kind of a a, a staple of the 90s uh lisa bonet right yeah so yeah was she the I one mean, that did a porn <laughs> i think it was Ooh. i think it was okay well she's still think, great I, she 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 is very very good um i but no it might not have been her i don't remember one of the sisters from a cosby show did a porn sure i don't remember which one Um, so I, I don't want to slander anyone out there. But the Cosby show. The Cosby show. that's a big one. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh shit, I forgot about Hanging with Mr. Mr. Cooper. Fuck yeah, I used to love that show. Now there were some that like we didn't watch. What was that comedian's name? Was it Mark Cooper? I think it was Mark Cooper. Okay. Or Mark, um, I don't think it was Mr. Cooper. No, Uh, you're right. His name wasn't Cooper, but it was Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Curry. Curry. Oh, you got there before (laughs) I did. God damn you. Uh, yeah, Mark Curry. Um, I thought... One, his stand-up was always funny. I liked him on Comedy Central, but sure. before I knew he was a stand-up, I watched him as hanging with Mr. Cooper, and for whatever reason, just really, really liked that show. It was sort of a family sitcom without him having a family. Uh, I totally understand. Um, I never watched the same the, dynamic. I never watched The Nanny, but I know a lot of people like really dug it. Sure, family sitcom. Um, what are we missing? I mean, mad about you was in that time period, but I never really it's cared not, about. And that it show, wasn't really but, family; it was yeah. just more about. Now, now, what do we say about shows that like started near the end of the '90s and then you know went on, such as like a Will and Grace started in '99. Not really family sitcom. Not really family. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see what so else. So nay. So yeah. So it no. will be stricken from the record henceforth. Um, we talked about Roseanne. Yeah, I mean, we've pretty much run the gamut. I think. Yeah, I mean, you even, Hey, listen, if we grace under fire, I know like if, Carolyn and, and the, Thea, Dharma, Dharma and Greg, there was a show and I can't for the fucking life of me, remember the name of it, but here's, here was the concept that I remembered. Okay. The mother had red hair, like curly red hair. It wasn't Reba, but she had like a Southern draw and it, the it whole show really focused on her and her daughter. And I can't I, I wanna say it was like Mama's house or Mama's family? No, not definitely not Mama's family. But it was it was something like that and I seem to remember it being on the Disney Channel. But it was a it was a sitcom and it was basically played like like a family so sitcom of era. Th- when you say a mom and the daughter, was it a grown-up daughter and I, a grown-up mom? No, or was it the, like a I want to say the daughter. daughter was like late teens, so she was like 16, 17. And the mom, and they were living... It was just them in the house. And it was basically their... Their story. Yeah. Like, like I, either the father left them or died. It was basically like a reverse full house, except a lot emptier. Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, so it's so that, exactly that's not like not in the city. It's no. not suddenly Susan. Nope. It's not spin city. Nope. Um I don't know. I I, I that I doesn't that does not ring a bell I'm gonna try, unless you're I'm gonna conflating try find out. Unless you're conflating Reba. No. Definitely not. Now Reba? I can picture the actresses in my head very clearly. Like I could if if you were to show me a picture right now, I'd be like, absolutely, that's them. I could almost police sketch artists. (laughs) That's how fucking clearly in my head. So I know I'm not like imagining things. Sure. I may be leaving out other characters. It may have been consisted of more than just the mother and daughter. But they were the two primary forces in this show. And the mother, like I said, it was a family in the South. Sure. Like, and I remember the mother had this kind of. And southern it's not draw. Grace Under Fire? It is not Grace Under Fire. Because that was kind of what that show I was I know, but too. I promise, I, I can see the actors in my head. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I, I cannot place this. And I, just so t- to stop some more tweets, I'd mentioned Reba. That came out in 2001, not a 90s show. But I, I'm, I'm aware. Speaking of tweets, though, if anybody knows what show I'm talking about... Oh, please tweet at us. Please let us know. Was it Martin? At Hi, the number five, the podcast. Uh, it's very important that I know this. Um, How long have you been mulling on this? Since we decided to do this television show, I was, like, trying <laughs> to figure out what it was, and I, trust me, my Google history is full of all sorts of weird shit now, like redhead mother and daughter, which will take you to <laughs> websites you do not want to go to. Or that you do, but you shouldn't. But you should not want to. Um I it was like Southern redhead mother sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> uh but like all of the things that you would be like, okay, I'm gonna look this up. That's what I looked up. But um yeah couldn't figure it out. Um but anyway. Is um, it the torkelsons God damn it, that's it the Torkelsons. Yeah, rhetorical sins i've never heard of it um i, I google search. 91 to 92 it only lasted one <laughs> season why <laughs> do i know this show i uh was it connie ray was the mom oh shit it had uh it had way more people in it oh lee norris he was chucky yeah fuck it. Yeah. okay look look at the mom boom oh yeah there you go you know what i'm saying do you want to know what i searched to find it what Single Southern mom, red hair, sitcom, nineties. <laughs> uh Amazing. and that was the first option. It just said the Torkelsons TV series, and this was the daughter. This is the actress Olivia Burnett. She played. Uh, what was her name? On the oh gym. my goodness! The mom's name is she Mrs. played Dorothy M- Jane Torkelson. The mother's name is Mrs. Millicent Torkelson. Torkelson. They all had crazy. Hopefully, names. they went by Millie, Mary this- Sue Torkelson, Chucky e. Lee Torkelson. Is this like a sitcom, Grey Gardens? Like, what kind of, yeah. I, as a single mother of five, Mrs. Millicent Torkelson is a do-it-yourselfer with a fair, a flair for finding mother of five. Hold have... on, so I described <laughs> the show as I'm pretty sure it was just about the mother and daughter. There might like... have been more people somewhere that mixed in somehow. And mother of five. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so here's another deep cut though. The Torkelsons. You're welcome, America. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. If you could look up, go, someone find a DVD of the Torkelsons and mail it to you. And, s- and send it to us. <laughs> you can you can mail things to us. You can. Like, email us at my5 at high 5 And we'll, we'll give you a, a P.O. box to send shit to. <laughs> and you can send the Torkelsons DVD to us. And guess what? I'll make you a promise. If someone mails us a DVD of the Torkelsons, Q and I will sit down and do a live watch of the season in one run. And we'll stream it. And we'll live stream it we on w- Facebook. We will live stream the season one rewatch. Of us watching the entire thing in yep. one sitting. Yeah. Well, you won't have to. Well, are we going to live yeah. stream the whole thing? The whole All right, thing. Perfect. You be, got it. It'd just be like Shia LaBeouf's thing, but way less. Somebody send that to us, the Torkelsons. And we'll watch it. Reach and out we'll to commentary. us. Email us a at my5 at the high, high yep. or tweet at us at let us know high the number five the podcast. But get at us some way. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook as high five the podcast. Let us know that you want to send this to us, and we'll, and make, we'll it make it happen. And, and and we'll hold up. I'll take the a bargain. step further. We'll dedicate the episode to you. We will call you out on air as our generous <laughs> benefactor, and we will do that. So, so there, there you go. go. Now, uh, Torkelson's aside, we need to list our top five family '90s sitcoms. I mean, it's it's tough, but we are at we're at the that point. list. So do it's time a, to make. Do we have a theme song for the list yet? Uh, we're yeah. at like a hundred episodes. We do. Like, we oh, you know what? I'm just gonna cut out that theme song that we sang with Jason the Martin. List, li- yeah. well, what, how did that go again? I don't even remember. List, list, I think it was like list, 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 <laughs> list, 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 <cognition gets stoked Palestine> list, list, That may be it. Who knows? You'll have to listen to the episode to find out. Um, okay. So for this, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we doing best or favorites, most impactful? Like, be- you, Let's do best. Okay. We're doing best as – it well, best favorites is kind of it, – It sort of merges. We'll do just both. The holistic best, and we, that includes emotional, that in, includes longevity, yep. that includes our personal take this on is, it, which will now be your take on we'll it. We'll just call it the definitive. I like it. These are the, the five definitive – 90s family sitcoms. Now, let's be, at least to help us narrow it sure. down, let's at least narrow it down to families. Absolutely. So, like, friends, out. out. Married with, well, married with children could work. Totally. So we can leave that there. Uh, Saved by the Bell, out. out. Uh, man, there's most of the other ones are family-based, so exactly. we've got a lot to talk exactly. about. Now, I want to throw one out there right off the bat. And I wanna I'm scared it's not gonna make the list, and that's why I'm putting it out there. Okay, It's important to me that it be on the list. You ready? I have one of those two. Dinosaurs. I feel like dinosaurs needs to be on the list. I'm okay with that. Are you cool with that? I'm fine with it being like a five or a four. I'm i I'm okay with that if Boy Meets World can be on the list. Oh, Boy Meets World is the list. <laughs> it's just all I'd the be, characters. I would Boy be <laughs> totally fine with Boy Meets World being number one. Okay, well, let's right now decide on one and five. Okay. Boy, Boy Meets, Meets World is one, is one. Dinosaurs is five. Boom. So somewhere in between the spectrum of Boy Meets World <laughs> dinosaur and Dinosaurs is where we're living. Is how you need to rate every <laughs> 90s family sitcom. Well, okay. Let me just throw out the list that I sort of brain splattered onto my notes. Okay. Full House. Yep. Blossom. Yep. Married with Children. Yep. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Say, uh, F- uh, Family Matters. Okay. Third Rock from the Sun. Yep. The Wonder Years. Yep. Everybody Loves Raymond, and Roseanne. Can you give me the time? Uh, I would, I would say Wonder Years next because it's not technically a sitcom. Oh, okay. That that's fine. Is is the way that, that like we a, can, that I I consider that like a still, multi multi camera dramedy. That's a single cam, is it? Oh yes, sorry, yeah. Sorry sorry. Single cam. Yeah. Yes. Okay yeah. Okay. Single I'm cam fine with that. dramedy. And I think it started in eighty eight or something. So sure. sure. I I'm but, flexible on time frames, but but that, but that one has a couple things say, against it. Sure. So okay. That one's out. That makes it easier. I now I heard Fresh Prince, which is also, I would say have to be. So I'm gonna say that has to be on the list. We both have it, it needs to be on there. Okay, so I you would have say it too three? I mean, it was pretty impactful. Like one, it was a it was a very strong, well to do African American family. Absolutely. Uh it I don't want to say launched Will Smith's career, but it allowed everyone to see that Will Smith was an actor. It took right, it took him from the music right. world and put him into it the had, acting world. It made me cry. Yep. That's a good question is, did any of these shows make you cry? Sure. Dinosaurs totally did, yep. did with the end. Boy Meets We're, World did multiple times. Like, weekly. Yeah, multiple times, especially the finale. Oh, my God, when they say goodbye to Mr. Feeney. Oh, man. I'm about to piss cry my right, pants right now. thinking about it. Um, And then uh the, the episode I remember of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that is the gut punch moment for me. Yeah. You might can guess it, but it's when Will's dad comes around yep. and then he leaves, he's like, why didn't he want me? And, and, and Phil, it's, yeah, it's great. Phil. It's that's again with the uncles. That scene is wonderful. And that, that show is wonderful. So I'm fine with it being number three. You know what? Didn't have an uncle boy meets world. Yeah. No uncles. No, but you know, Mr. Turner was sort of like a fun uncle or yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I right. Um, well, te- well, okay. Technically when Corey and Topanga have a baby, yeah. Eric's the uncle. Yes, <laughs> and he's the zany yeah. one. Will Friedle, we're coming for you soon, by the way. Um, um, so, yeah, I 100% say number three. That's a Fresh Prince I think that's solid number solid. three. So now what is our two and four? Okay, so if I'm going to narrow this down to from the list that I have mm-hmm. to, a, like, out of the two spots we have left, I'd say five to choose from. Sure. I would say Full House. Yep. I'd probably have Blossom in there, to be honest, because it was— See, Blossom, Blossom for me was a good show, and this is no crank to Jenna Von Oy, because yeah, we're, big, we're big fans. We are. But it doesn't, when I rank in my head sure. the definitive list, that's not one that comes to mind. I'm thinking of it more on a just, I guess, technical level of it did sort of revolutionize what that 90s family sitcom could look like. The very sure. special episode was big. It dealt with a lot of very honest themes, which is why I mentioned it. I'm kind of in the same boat as you as if we're going to be if we're going to have we, it on the if list we're going to be picky I'll I will air on the ones excuse me that I watched more sure and there are other of these that I watched and more and I feel like that's kind of where yeah. I need to go with it okay and so okay so full house I feel like full house has to be on there I also have um Roseanne. ooh cuz that sort of changed some cultural landscapes as well personally I think Third Rock from the Sun was one of my favorites sure and then everybody loves Raymond <laughs> Home Improvement Home improvement was a big one too. That was a huge family sitcom. This is gonna be hard. This is. Okay, I so I think Full House needs to take place as the definitive number two. Really? I think Full House was one of those shows that it it hit and I don't know if it created or was created by almost every single nineties sitcom trope that you can think of Pulls existed on this show well and i mean even shows we mentioned earlier like bojack horseman draw a lot of structural meta inspiration from sure shows and like it that. had a hugely talented cast that went mm-hmm. on to all have careers yeah on their own and it was a cycling co- back again exactly now, regardless of the quality, quality. Of, the, of fuller House, which we'll be is, honest it's bad um Okay, I'm actually okay with with Full House being number two. The only one I could think that would rival it would possibly be Roseanne, just because of how groundbreaking. I know, but it was. I feel like we've given Roseanne. We gave her a whole episode. We gave her mm-hmm. a whole episode. Okay, so so I feel like Roseanne off the list. Sure. Okay. For the time being, now listen, we love the show Roseanne. Yes, but in the landscape of family family oriented sitcoms. I also feel like Roseanne tended to lean more towards the adult yeah, audience. It was. Than the actual family audience. So. I, I will 100% back that thought that that was a more progressive show than it was just family entertainment. Sure. And so far, you dinosaurs, boy meets world, full house. Um, These are, this is family yeah. used in two terms family yeah. as in the show focuses on family, but family as in this entire show was kind of targeted it, at. Yeah. The family. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if that's the case, then I would basically narrow it down to either, for me, Third Rock from the Sun or Everybody Loves Raymond. I want to put Sabrina the Teenage Witch in at number there. four? No, in there as running. Oh, okay. In in the running. Oh, in the choice of. Yeah. The, okay. In the running. Um, and. I'm trying to think because if we're if we're gonna air away from adult focus, I ones, watched so much Step by Step growing up too. Me too. Like I really feel like that should be a hard maybe but as the, well. Okay, and if I'm being honest, here's my trepidation with that: is that if our one, two, three, and four all star Jason Mars, but they didn't star Jason but, Marsden. But you know what I mean. Hey, I can't help. That Jason Marsden and his agent picked great. amazing 90s sitcoms to be a part of. And maybe that's why. <sighs> yeah. But you know what? I can say definitively they are not in my list because of Jason Marsden. And no, they were fantastic shows. I just don't want him... To, I I don't. You don't want, want him to th- get a big head? Yeah. You, know. you don't want him to be like, well, the High Five Guys made me four. He's famous enough. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need... Uh, our boost, Jason Marsden. Okay. But, you know, if you want it, you can take it. Yeah, you we'll, can have it. You know what? Let's put him in all five. All right, <laughs> great. <laughs> the f- number four is just Jason Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> We've done a great job of getting away from him this episode. I know. Okay, so I- I'm writing this out. We've got Boy Meets World. We've got Full House. What was number three? Uh, Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wasn't in that one. Dinosaur. Um, we don't have a four yet. And then we have Dinosaurs. I kind of want Step by Step, man. I'll put Step by Step there uh, as a a placeholder. Um, It'll probably stay. Because I I really did love Step by Step. And it was in that TGIF mix. It really was. So it was like, oh, I'm going to watch Family Matters, and then I'm going to watch Step by Step, and then I'm going to watch Boy Meets World, and then I'm going to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, If I'm choosing between Sabrina, Third Rock, or Step by Step... I'm probably going to air on Step by Step for family sitcom sure. because even Third Rock, it, in my mind, aired more adult. Like it, it showed, sure. It showed like with Seinfeld. On, right. It was in the Thursday night block. Sure, sure. So sure. it was like with Seinfeld and, and all those Sabrina other shows. was less of a family sitcom, more of and a more of a like, magic show, right? Fantasy. So I am fine with Step by Step being for. So this is what I have as as the definitive top five. Family sitcom from the '90s. Everyone's new opinion. Yes. Uh, number one is Boy Meets World. Number two is Full House. Number three is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Number four is Step by Step, and number five is Dinosaurs. Beautiful. I love it. And then, if guys, if we've forgotten any that you want, tweet at us. Let us know. Um, tweet it, Jenna Von Oy. Yeah, definitely tweet know. it. Definitely tweet it, Jenna Von Oy. Let her um, know what our what we missed. If you're pissed that Blossom didn't make the list, let her know so that she can in turn yell at us. And Jenna, if you have a top five favorite '90s family sitcoms, let us know. What tweet are. it out. Post it. Tag us. Or tell us that we're stupid. Either way, we'll, we'll, all we'll, attention's good attention. We'll take it. From we'll you. take it. We'll take so, all of it. So that's it. There's your new definitive opinion about 90s television shows. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation and we're able to You're welcome along. everybody. Now I'm going to go watch a new episode of Street Sharks.
0: Yay! Too many cooks. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. (sighs) Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash High Five the Podcast. On Twitter at High the Number Five the Podcast. Instagram at High Five the Podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching High Five colon the Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? The ghosts that were hidden in this recording possessing your house? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.